0: This is the Ike Wingate Show. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Join the show now. Text 870-505-1518. Ladies and gentlemen, here's your host, Ike Wingate Ike Wingate Ike Wingate Good morning, welcome, welcome, welcome It is a blistery cold morning here on Monday, January 15th, 2024 Martin Luther King Jr. Day Welcome into the show Thanks for being here bright and early Hope you are in a warm place Because it is dangerously cold out there Coming up this hour, Celebrity Birthdays, This Day in History, Random Facts How many people actually get good night's sleep How many nights per year of a perfect night's sleep does the average person get? We'll get to that. Plus, what you should have in your glove compartment. Predictions about 2024 from 100 years ago. And a whole lot more today brought to you by Thurman and Flanagan Attorneys at Law. Online at OzarkJustice.com or call 479-253-1234. And it is that time of morning for your celebrity birthdays here for... Monday, January 15th, 2024, Dove Cameron, she's a big deal on the Disney Channel, she's one of the twins on Live and Maddie, she's 28 today, Skrillex, producer is 36, Ben Shapiro, the conservative political commentator, founder and editor-in-chief of the Daily Wire, is 40 today, Pitbull is 43, hip-hop superstar, Howie Day, Australian one-hit wonder with the 2004 smash Collide is 43. Former QB Drew Brees is 45. Eddie Cahill who is Sam, the EMT on Under the Dome is 46. Regina King who played Sandra Palmer on 24 is 53. Shane McMahon son of WWE's Vince McMahon is 54. Chad Lowe, Rob's brother. He was on Pretty Little Liars. Yeah, He was Byron Montgomery. 56 today, Lisa Lisa, real name Lisa Velez from the Colt Jam, is 57 today, we believe. it's There's there's some gray area there for some reason. Uh, James Nesbitt, who is Beaufort in the Hobbit trilogy, 59 today. Mario Van Peeples from New Jack City, the director, 67. And on this day in history, the rules of basketball were first printed in the Triangle, a newspaper newspaper in Springfield, Massachusetts, where the game originated. That happened in 1892. In 1967, on this date, the Green Bay Packers won the first Super Bowl, beating the Kansas City Chiefs 35-10. In 1967, the Rolling Stones first appeared on the Ed Sullivan Show. Happy Days premiered in 1974. Dan Aykroyd and Jane Curtin debuted the Coneheads on... Saturday Night Live on this date in 1977. In 1978, in Super Bowl 12, the Dallas Cowboys beat the Denver Broncos 27 to 10. Hill Street Blues debuted on NBC in 1981. Jimmy Dean was ordered to pay his brother Don half a million dollars for causing him mental anguish in a feud over the family sausage business. <laughs> that happened On this date in 1986, the following year, Ray Bolger, the Scarecrow, and the Wizard of Oz died of cancer at the age of 83. Let's see here. And... Wikipedia launched by a couple of nerds named Jimmy Wales and Larry Sanger on this date in 2001. Let's see. And then uh, Sully Sullenberger... The pilot that safely landed a jet disabled by a bird strike in the Hudson River happened on this date in 2009. Those are your celebrity birthdays and this day in history. Good morning. And it is that time of morning for your random facts. Walt Disney's brother Roy purchased the first ever Disneyland ticket at the cost of $1 in 1955, which is about $12 in today's money and that you're not getting into Disneyland for $12. I'm just going to tell you that right now. You always hear about Lassie saving Timmy when he fell down a well, but it never happened in any of the 571 episodes of Lassie. The only character who ever fell down a well was Lassie. Funny how we do that, huh? Nicolas Cage offered the role of Shrek, turned it down because he was afraid kids would only think of him as an ogre. (laughs) okay Uh, you should have done it you should have done it George Lucas originally wanted Tom Selleck to be Indiana Jones and he would have been if he hadn't signed a contract to do Magnum PI yeah Tom Selleck missed out on that one and finally the last NFL game to end in a 0-0 tie was the New York Giants against the Detroit Lions in 1943 a 0-0 tie those are your random facts good morning And a very pleasant, blistery cold good morning to you. I hope you are having a great Monday. Works out where a lot of people are off work today or off school, so that's good. But I'll tell you, I've seen the meme going around social media. Farmers don't get days off. So while the rest of us are in cozy, warm environments, some of us are still in bed. Farmers are not. they got to break the ice so they're livestock can drink and feed the animals i mean they have to do all kinds of things so we are able to have food at some point so uh, farmers we see you out there thank you for what you do and uh, i guess if it were easy everyone would do it so thank you for what you do out there stay warm take precaution do what you can okay Today's show brought to you by Thurman and Flanagan, Attorneys at Law, online at ozarkjustice.com or call 479-253-1234. Well, how are you feeling this morning? If you've been awake for a little while, you might think, oh my goodness, I slept horribly. Or you might say, I slept like a baby. Think back to last year. How many nights in 2023 would you classify as a perfect night sleep? According to new research, the average American gets a perfect night's sleep 132 times per year and a good night's sleep 120 nights per year. That leaves 113 bad sleep nights. So 36% perfect sleeps, 33% good sleeps, and 31% bad sleeps. Does that sound about right for you? If not... You might be able to figure, hey, you're above average, you're below average, you're having terrible night's sleep, maybe maybe look into that, do something about it. But those bad sleeps can be disruptive. 65% of people out there say that a bad night's sleep is enough to ruin the whole next day. What I found is when I have a bad night's sleep, feeling, you know, sleepy, is I just, I occupy my mind, do as much as I can to forget it. And most of the time it works. It's like if you're thinking about how bad of a night's sleep that you have, it's almost, maybe it's just me, you almost feel worse. But if you forget about it and just go throughout your day like it's a normal day, usually in the afternoon I'm like, why am I so tired? And then I remember, oh yeah, I had a horrible night's sleep last night. Stress and anxiety about health and upcoming tasks are the main reasons that people think they're struggling to sleep. People also try things like reading, that always helps. Warm milk, Uh, some melatonin, maybe some CBD. Only twenty-eight percent of people say they have a solution that's very effective. A friend recently told me about magnesium, regular magnesium supplement. So I might, I might be trying that. But anyway, that's according to SWNS Sleep Well, my friends. Good morning. Thank you for being here this morning. You're on a chilly, chilly Monday. I guess it could be, it could be worse. We could be in Iowa trying to caucus tonight with. Uh, crazy crazy temperatures but i mean for arkansas i think these are crazy temperatures but you remember last year around christmas we had some really really cold temperatures as well at least at least there's some snow on there. I, my opinion is if it's going to be this brutally cold you might as well have snow so at least we've got that right so anyway the latest in cancellations and all that kind of stuff is at kthsradio.com you're out and about at some point You never know if you might get stranded, right? I tell my son, you know, he wants to wear shorts every day. Oh, well, I only go from the car to school, so it's fine. I'm in school the whole day, but I try to impress upon the 13-year-old lad that it, it sometimes it's about the situations you could get into, and that comes into play when you're driving, right? You're going on a, you know... Maybe a short run to town or the store or whatever, and uh, you you never know. You might get stuck. You might need to help someone who's stuck, and so if you're going there or may, maybe you're going through a drive through ah, I'm not going to get out of the car, and so you're wearing your pajamas. Well, that's fine until you have to get out of the car because something happened that you weren't planning for, right? It happens. It's good to have things in your vehicle for the what-ifs. A mechanic has re- recently weighed in on the items you need to have in your glove compartment. Today would be a good day to have gloves, but uh, he says a flashlight, a flashlight, Uh, you need your vehicle's manual. Yeah. I mean, does anybody ever take that out? Just leave it in there. Proof of insurance and registration, obviously. A tire pressure gauge. My vehicle has the, you know, the sensors on it that tell you the, you know, but some of those for certain vehicles... They're, they're not accurate. So it's always good to have the old-fashioned manual tire pressure gauge. A mini first aid kit is what he says you need to have in your glove compartment. And a pen and paper. A pen and paper. You never know when you need to write something down. So I have a few things in the glove compartment. And then the rest of the most things are in my console. Which is, you know, every bit of loose change I have. And everybody's, anyone's business card, whoever has ever handed me one, you know, goes right in there. A uh, multi-tool is something else you should have your in your glove compartment. You know, it's one of those things that has pliers, a screwdriver, a small knife, and then spare fuses in case you blow a fuse while out there on the road. That is according to Life Hacker. It's always good to be prepared. The Boy Scout motto, always be prepared. Good morning. It's time for Stranger Than Fiction. Well, this is kind of a stinky story. A man who was pulled over after a hit-and-run had to be persuaded to re- remove meth from his anal cavity, uh, I feel weird saying that, uh, while being arrested for the original crime. Here are the deputies convincing this guy, Andrew Croswell, to admit that he had the dope in his backside. Take a listen. Is there anything on you, dude? Use your words. Here's the thing, too. You didn't give it a, a quick note, so that means you have something. You just don't want to say it. We're going to find it, so you just help us out and just tell, where it's, tell us where it's at. Is it in or between the cheeks? Between the cheeks. Okay what kind of underwear you wear so you would be able to kind of like jiggle it out down your life course can you pick your butt with your hand hey if we take him to jail he admitted to having it we'll let them know that he's got booty dope will that be fine oh my gosh wow um booty dope anyway uh that is the lengths that people will go to hide illegal substances from police so This is just uh, one of those moments that you take into account what our police officers have to go through to keep the streets safe and protected. That is Stranger Than Fiction, everybody. Good morning. Thanks for being here. Happy Monday. Happy MLK Day. And happy blistery cold day. My goodness. I hope you're in a warm place here this morning. Today's show brought to you by Thurman and Flanagan Attorneys at Law online at ozarkjustice.com or give them a call at 479-253-1234. Well, apparently, there have been some predictions that were made about 2024. They were made 100 years ago in 1924. Yeah, I don't know who uncovered these, but here are the predictions that people made in 1924 about this year. No one would have teeth. That was their prediction. A nationally syndicated advice columnist thought America's eating habits could drastically change our looks. Will we have any teeth at all? I mean, it has changed, especially in America. The obesity rate has gone way up since then. People still have their teeth, though, for now. Another prediction is horses would go extinct. A professor at USC predicted horses would be an endangered species because of the invention of automobiles which would render horses useless. In 100 years, you may find horses in zoos, is what he said. My goodness, so wrong. Working from home was a prediction. In a book called Wireless Possibilities, a guy basically predicted the internet, he said we'd be doing most things remotely. He said it would be a great thing if you hate cities because you can uh, conduct your business from his house from your house in comfort, is what he said. Another prediction from 100 years ago is 75 would seem young. A British politician predicted life expectancy would be at least 100 years old and that we'd feel fairly young at 75. World peace was predicted by movie mogul mogul D.W. Griffith in moving pictures Yeah, that we'd all be speaking a universal language and we would have world peace. Not quite. Another prediction, the complete opposite of that from 100 years ago, was constant war everywhere. Now, that is more, I mean, that's closer to reality. The president of the American Chemical Society had a different take. He thought futuristic weapons would mean major cities would constantly be under attack. Another prediction from 100 years ago is women would be in charge and men would be raising the kids. In a letter to the New York Daily Times, a guy said women will occupy all the highest positions and men will do physical labor or stay at home to wait on the babies or mind the pets. Another prediction was a limit to the number of kids you could have. Uh, Another one is cities would be totally rebuilt around cars. The 1920s were when cars really started taking off. A Swedish architect wrote, In the city of 100 years from now, I see three-deck roads, speedways through the heart of town, and skyscrapers and entrances for automobiles as high as 15 stories. Oh, well, that guy was right on. Here's the last one, and one that was way off. I wouldn't, actually, I shouldn't say way off, just not yet. Everyone will be flying to work. A real estate mogul in New York said the airplane was still in, in its infancy. Okay, I read that as everyone will be in flying cars. But uh, he predicted that it will be the everyday occurrence for the businessman to fly from home to office and back home again. Okay, so that is more like flying cars. But many people get on planes every day, even if it's for a one day trip for work. So he was sort of right there. Anyway, that's in USA Today predictions about 2024 from 100 years ago. Good morning caught someone doing a good job? Tell us about it. Police and first responders rescued an Indiana man who survived for six days after being trapped in his crashed truck under a bridge. This is audio from police body cam footage and a Facebook video released by Matt Ream during uh, his recovery. You stay there, we got coming. okay? Don't worry about nothing. We got you, buddy. We're going to get you out of here, okay? Go ahead and pull your left arm inside the vehicle for me. How long has he been there? They said six or seven days. I have learned how to walk again with assistance uh, and a walker. And, you know, at 27, I never thought that it was going to be challenging for me to do that. But it is. Wow, that is a crazy, crazy story. Somehow trapped under this bridge. No one knew he was there. No one knew he was there. Uh, Still don't know exactly how uh, this all happened. Apparently, he was driving down I-94 there when his truck moved to the right of the highway barrier, went airborne, and rolled several times. So it was a bad accident. The truck then moved to the left and eventually went underneath the bridge, shielding it from passersby above on the roadway and partially submerged in Salt Creek. Unbelievable. Two fishermen, Mario Garcia and his son-in-law, Navardo Delator, ventured out to find fishing spots in the area when they came across this guy's truck lodged underneath the bridge. Wow, could have been a very different outcome, but thankfully this guy was found by these fishermen, and the rest is history. You got a good story out there? Email it to us so we can tell it right here. The email address is show at ikewingate.com. Well, as a parent, you know, one of the big, well, the big debate points, the big who knows the right thing to do exactly uh, on screens is always up for discussion, is it not? People always, people have different points of view on this, on what is the okay age to start introducing screen time, then it's how much of it, most research out there says, A very little screen time is good for kids. Now a new study is out that shows that screens are awful for kids. And researchers say young children should entirely avoid screen time for the first two years of life. So yeah, when your two-year-old, when your toddler's screaming, they say don't hand them the screen. Using screens may lead to atypical sensory behaviors related to autism and ADHD This is Associate Professor Karen Heffler from Drexel University talking about some of the problems that can occur from childhood screen use. Early television and screen viewing has been associated with some developmental delays. One of the studies looked at infants eight to 16 months old and found that each hour of screen viewing is associated with a 17 point decrease in communicative development. Behavioral problems such as Emotional reactivity, aggression, externalizing behaviors, and oppositional defiance are also associated with early screen use. Well, there we go. Take it into account that although it is easier to keep the kids occupied and quiet, we could be doing a lot of harm. Take it for what you will. Good morning. And a very pleasant Monday morning to you. Hopefully it's pleasant if you're indoors right now. Yeah, A chilly one out there. Thanks so much for being here. I mean, thankfully, you know today's a holiday, MLK Jr. Day, and so a lot of stuff wasn't going to happen today anyway. But if you want the latest in cancellations or things like that, you can go to our website. Always the best place to go: kthsradio.com, or go to our uh, Facebook page, Carroll County Broadcasting on Facebook, and we keep things updated there for you. But obviously, extremely cold out there. Don't if you don't need to be out, don't be out. And of course, we got plenty of. Uh, our local farmers and otherwise that have no choice. So if you have to go out, please, please respect the weather. Bundle up. Don't spend a lot of time outside. Take breaks, you know, at least maybe in your truck with the heat on or something like that. Uh, but uh, very, very dangerous things can happen in a short amount of time with weather that is this cold. So anyway, like I said, you can go to our website to get the latest on that or our Facebook page. want to remind you today's show brought to you by Thurman and Flanagan, attorneys at law online at ozartjustice.com or give them a call at 479-253-1234. Good morning. Hey, I want to tell you about another podcast I'm doing, one that is shining a light in the dark corners of our media, our government,